Greetings Padawans and welcome to the archives. Here to unlock this holocron, here's the man of the hour, Jedi Master Sotiko. And don't forget about Juder Fred and everyone's favourite rebel, MJ. Good guys, it is your boy Sotiko. We also have Fred in the call. I'm playing some Star Wars games on the screen, so if you're watching on YouTube, you get a nice little visual as we hang out and talk about some star wars as i said we have fred in the call and this is the archives podcast episode eight we have a episode to be recorded this weekend but we wanted to make sure that you guys got an episode this week as i've been away on vacation apologies and i hope that i mean i got a couple messages asking me where the podcast was but i hope that all of you weren't disappointed or upset that we missed out on a week um just needed a little break not from the podcast and not from the content but just from the everyday hustle and i just wanted to enjoy myself when i was on my vacation uh so shout out to all of you shout out to everyone listening and we're just gonna get started with the podcast a nice casual one um and just talking about you know just talking about some star wars as most of you probably know, the Ahsoka show has been going on and it's been one of the best Star Wars shows IMO, especially live action. But Fred's not exactly caught up to date. Neither is Juder. Um, I was able to watch the episode. <laughs> My flight got delayed on Tuesday and it essentially made it so i couldn't come home and watch the episode live right yeah but when i was on my train home or my train to get picked up by my brother i watched the episode and um i'll talk more about it in my breakdown which i'll have out literally say tomorrow nine o'clock in the morning but the show has been great the show's been really, really, really good. And oh, yeah, for sure. the thing I wanted to talk with you about, Fred, is kind of like the future of Star Wars shows and kind of the direction that you think that we should go because obviously this Heir to the Empire thing is going to be a, a time period of content. Um, mm-hmm. Based on where you're at in Ahsoka and based on just your star wars knowledge um or lack thereof like what would you like to see what would you prefer to see um honestly like what we've been getting so far is perfect for me bro like good content you know like um we're getting like what we're getting things that we didn't necessarily want as well but like are glad to see and they're being done the right way you know like for example mm-hmm. anakin coming back there you know yeah. so i'd like to see more of that you know like since dave filoni is actually doing a really good job on that i'd like to see him do more of it you know because i feel like he'll do it justice you know? yeah and that's but a, I definitely 100% as long as yeah. i feel like with star wars at the moment we kind of needed some fan service and I think 
we're getting the right amount of fan service, right? Because yep. maybe episode I've, I've liked every episode. I thought every episode was fire, but there's obviously like some gas episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And episode seven is people think like it took a step back. I felt like it put the pedal to the metal because of just how much in canon lore like from rebels and revenge of the sith and phantom menace that i was able to pick out let alone like the people who are even more hardcore than i am but the thing that i want to start discussing here is Mm -hmm. something that i talked about with my boss actually because uh, he asked me how the show was, and something really resonated with me. And it's the question of when did fans start pretending to be critics? Because I feel like <laughs> everyone is trying to be a critic rather than be a fan of the content and give yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. For sure. I just feel like everyone just gives their take and everyone just wants their take to be heard and they'll jump on other people's takes, you know, and it's like, well, how about, how about you just be a fan? Just be a fan of the content. Um, It's just, it's just weird is all because I feel like the line between fan and critic is superly blurred. I feel like it's super blurred. When you have critics come out and say, like, oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is one of the best shows that we've ever seen. And then fans hate it. Yet they're critiquing it. And they're saying this, that, the other. That's why I really don't like to bring up writers or producers or directors. Like, I know it's a it's a television show. It's a movie. It's a it's an AP series. But at the end of the day, I just want to stay in the universe because I'm a fan first and foremost, and I don't pretend to be a critic. I don't pretend to mm-hmm. I don't pretend to be a cockney with my corncob pipe and pretend I'm some sort of cinema geek. Like I'm not in it for the cinema. I'm in it because Star Wars is dope. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from. A lot of people kinda they 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 get attached to Star Wars because like the story is like so like it's so good you know and it's so relatable mm-hmm. especially like to people who sometimes want to escape the real world and kind of just you know get lost in this like this new galaxy far far away you know it's all nice and shiny mm-hmm. and then there's like little pieces and parts of it that they don't like so they nitpick at those and eventually it like balls up into like this big like critique you know and it's like you have to yeah. remember this is not your masterpiece this is you know this is george lucas's masterpiece you know yeah and i understand it asking, you know exactly like, the you way you broke it down the- i get that like yeah. when people are so invested in something they want to stay invested in it um mm-hmm. just the only issue i have with that is that you and that's where i think the line blurring comes into play like you need to set boundaries 
and not just blow yourself up over it because at the end of the day you got to be a fan first and foremost in my opinion you got to be a fan and whether or not you you know find that place i feel like everyone deserves a place to discuss and talk about what they love right and i'm not trying to gatekeep or nitpick anything to do with that uh but yeah i will say there is just a point in time that people do need to just relax a little bit and if something's bad then let it be bad but you can't sit there and pretend like you knew any better you could have done any better because that's just a it's not true and b it's just not fair because every everyone knows hindsight's 2020 everybody knows hindsight's 2020 and sam witwer who's one of my is one of my dogs i love me some sam witwer he made a really really good statement and it was was the last jedi a tough movie like yes but you see all these like how the last jedi could have been better videos out there and everyone's always perceiving it in hindsight but the decisions that really matter are the ones that happen on set when money is being spent money is being burned and you have to make those sharp decisions right then and there like those are the ones that truly matter and that's very true like of course i can be like oh luke skywalker should have taken the lightsaber but obviously there was a story that they were trying to tell and one thing that i try not to fall under is the whole oh luke wouldn't have done that he wouldn't have but Mm -hmm. luke did do that so why did he do it that's what i try and that's what i try and chase that's what i try and figure out yeah so at the end of the day you know like you're like you and i we're not the writers of star wars bro again we're just the passengers man yep these guys they're the writers of star wars they know what they want their characters to do they know what their characters are like mm-hmm. you know and as far as the thing where it's like luke wouldn't do that well he did it he yeah did it. they wrote him doing that and people can change people change all the time it's very easy to believe that luke became a cynic because of the experiences throughout his life you know mm-hmm. like the people change depending on their life experiences you know like uh yeah. i could have came out to be a completely different fred you could have been a completely different trevor you know mm-hmm. based on our life experiences so you can't tell me that like oh luke would never do that you know because like yeah look at like hey man you, you'd look at anakin like and if you had <laughs> no knowledge about you'd watch him in the first movie even the second movie and you'd be like oh man there's no way anakin could turn to the dark side and murder a bunch of children and you know like kill all of his jedi masters etc like there's no way you could ever do that did it yep he changed yeah he and was it's... influenced by side force to change them you know 
And I feel like if Star Wars came out one, two, three, four, five, six, like you, you don't change anything about you don't change anything about the films, but simply just when they when they come out, everything else remains linear, stays the same. I wonder if people would actually sit there and say, "Oh, Anakin wouldn't turn to the dark side." Anakin, yeah, Anakin exactly. wouldn't do that. I wonder if people actually Damn. would say that because I feel like it's it's only the the cynicism, if that's a word, sounds like one. Yeah. I feel like people are only being cynical about it because it's Disney Star Wars, and they it's kind of like in the uh, the. In a, in a bar graph, like, do you believe something very strongly or do you disagree very strongly? I feel like with mm-hmm. with Disney Star Wars, it's either one or the other. Whereas, yeah. I don't care who makes... I don't... I, I, I care who makes Star Wars. I'm not going to say I don't care. But... Whether it's George Lucas, whether it's Dave Filoni... Whether it's Timothy Zahn in the in the books, whether it's Claudia Gray in the books, whether it's you know John Favreau with Mandalorian, obviously I care about who makes the product. As long as it's staying true to George Lucas's Star Wars, that's all that matters to me. Yeah, that's all that matters to me. I've never been one that's gonna sit there and be a dickhead about it and say oh i'm not watching it like the ray movie for example how many people do we know personally that aren't going to watch the ray movie and they say that but i feel like they are going to watch it you know what i mean but it's star wars i'm more than excited for that movie because i want to see what happens with the character and i'm excited to see what happens with the character the issue is how many people have instantly just shot it down simply because it's Ray? You know, I feel like it's silly at this point. I feel like it's really silly. Yeah, I definitely get that. Like, um, you know, I, when it comes to like the seven, eight, nine trilogy, you know, like a lot of people were let down certain aspects of it you know i think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that like a lot of people just connected so well with like anakin and luke that to see another person come in and be told like yeah your favorite's not the strongest anymore Ray's the strongest now you know it pissed a lot of people off yeah and like you have to accept it you know like this is the this is the star wars that that has been envisioned you know to lead the new generation Mm-hmm. That's just how it's gonna be. Like, Ray is the strongest Jedi now. You can't, you know, you can't stop it. Mm-mm. You, you, you can't stop it. You, you can know? only this hope is, to contain the... it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I know exactly what you're saying, and I wholeheartedly yeah. agree. I think if people just not, you don't have to give things a chance because I'm not gonna tell you what to watch, what not to watch, right? But. Yeah. As long as you're just fair about it and you can't just say, oh, it's dog shit. Why is it dog shit? Rather, yeah. you know, 
A lot of people, and I, I get this about the prequels, because I love the prequels. And I have people that say the prequels are the worst movies to ever, ha like, come out in cinema. And I'm like, what are you on about? Like, why? Oh, Anakin's a whiny little bitch. Like, and this is a, a, a literal thing that some dude said. He said, mm. Anakin's a whiny little bitch the way that he acted at the Lars's house. And I'm like, the way that he acted after his mother literally just passed away. Yeah. After his mom died in his arms, after being raped and pillaged by the sand people, like, yeah. <laughs> if, if he's not allowed to act however the fuck he wants, like, you're, you're a freak. And it just it boggles my mind that not the revisionist history, but just the cherry picking that people do with these sorts of things, man. Because, like, at what point is... You know, hey, it's just not good enough for me. At what point are you just going to admit that it's not good enough for you? Because it's just weird. It's just weird. It's an IP that I thoroughly enjoy and I thoroughly love. And, you know, it is what it is. If you, if you want to enjoy it, enjoy it. But yeah. you can't try and be an anti-fan that's what i've been looking for there's people that i feel like are just anti-fans of star wars you know they they want it to fail they want it to do bad just so they can be yeah. on their high horse and say oh i i knew it from the start that it was gonna be bad i knew yeah. it from the get-go i think that's just cringe like, <laughs> just as a person like you're you're letting an ip that you clearly don't enjoy clearly don't like hang that much residence in your mind like i love star wars because of luke skywalker man i love star wars because of anakin yeah. and yeah. the pod race that i got to watch as a kid and i was like damn i want to be like anakin skywalker when i grow up yeah. but to a lot of these people man i just don't know who, what, where, when, or why they're even Star Wars fans in the first place. Because they surely and literally don't act like it. True. If it's not... Yeah, if it's not exactly what they want, then they just hate on it. Yeah. And it's like, this galaxy is so fucking big. Sorry my language. But there's just so much to watch, to do to read yet people say all the negative stuff you know if you're only a fan like this keg he only likes the sith stuff he only likes the old republic good on him yeah. what does he do he buys books he reads books reads comics about it you know yeah. if judah was here that's what he would say he's like pick out the time period that you like and just dive into it and I think that people just are hung up on hating on the product, and it's just weird to me. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything else out there besides, like, the Messi-Ronaldo debate that people are this, like... There's so many things, bro. It's just that, like, we're not part of that, like, community, you know, so it doesn't True. affect us as much. But, like, 
there's so many things that people argue over meaninglessly for no reason, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. I think that's just... And I don't even... I don't even argue about this stuff. It's just... I, I kind of observe the arguing from the sidelines and the outside looking in, and it's just like... You guys are just wasting your time. Yeah. You just wasting your time. About it's not <laughs> it happened. It was made. Exactly. Like, no... And that's why I enjoy... Because I, my favorite Star Wars YouTuber, Star Wars Theory, and he holds the same sentiment. Like, he doesn't care what you're a fan of. He mm-hmm. only cares about what he's a fan of. So he's going to make content on the stuff that he's a fan of. Um, yeah. And you can't get mad that he doesn't make content about stuff that he doesn't enjoy. Because that would just be... Mm-hmm. That would make him a hypocrite to himself. And that's the lesson that I needed to learn very, very late into my YouTubing career. I call it a career. Mm. Fucking hell. But, yeah, like, we all saw. I I just wasn't happy. Wasn't doing the stuff that I loved. And decided, hey, I'm just going to, I'm going to be happy. Do what I want. And yeah, exactly. If you're electively taking on something that, like, at one point maybe it seemed like it, it would be nice to do, you know, but as you go forward, it's like, oh, well, you know, this is like more taxing on me than it is enjoyable, and I'm electively choosing to do this. Like, at that point, you just know you have to switch it up. Yeah, and that's yeah. all I needed to do with Star Wars as well, because yeah. it just got to the point where. You know, I'm not enjoying what's coming on, like, I, I, and that was with Mandalorian, what, season, end of Mandalorian season one, I was like, why don't I just be a fan of what I'm a fan of, not worry about anything else, I like episodes one through six, I love I think there's good bits about seven through nine, but I'm just going to focus on what I love. And since I've done that, I've been super happy, not worried about anything to do with Star Wars and just happy to see where they go from here. If they want to dabble in the old Republic, I'd love it. I'd love it. If they want to shoot off in the future and tell some stories, I'd love it. I thought Andor was sick. Um... Obi-Wan Kenobi had good things about it, but it just wasn't, that wasn't my Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, Book of Boba Fett, you have to just understand that that was a Mandalorian side quest episode series, and it ultimately just came down to um it just, it ultimately just came down to why are we watching this if this was meant to be a Boba Fett show and it took me a minute yeah. to understand this is a this is a Mando show 
and I, I from that point on I got it like if you're watching the book of Boba Fett for Boba Fett sure you're gonna get a little bit of like backstory and I like the book of Boba Fett for the most part because you got Tuscan lore you got Mandalorian lore a little bit yeah um but that's the one question everybody had is what happened to Boba Fett? Did he die in the Sarlacc pit? Well, that question got answered, but then they just kept telling the Mandalorian story. And when yeah. you look at it in that perspective, that's okay. Cause it is a Mandalorian yeah, honestly, show. Yeah. You know, cause like, if you think about it, right? Like in, uh, like, let's go to one of our other niches, right? Like the wrestling world, right? Mm-hmm. When um like the Undertaker comes back right and he fights Roman Reigns, he's not doing it because he's the star of the show. He's doing it because Roman's the star. Yeah, and he's you putting know? him over. He's trying to show up. Yeah, he's putting him over exactly. That's what Bob is doing. He's putting over the Mando show. He's explaining, you know, all the things that like happened. All the you know, like he's just explaining this this new the Mandalorian. You know, he's explaining all of that. And he's yep. putting over the Mandalorian, so, you know, like, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. And I, that yeah, aspect. Passing the torch to him. Yeah, exactly. Which, once I understood that context, and you have to, like, you, yeah, you feel for original trilogy fans. You feel for them. Mm-hmm. But, at the same time, you have to also understand it's... I feel like Triple H saying this. It's best for business. But it really yeah, is bro. because, Original? you know, like. What is happening? Move on. Yeah. We're, we're in Mando Move on. And the trilogy happened. The trilogy. That's know, why they brought back Grogu. Because it's best for business. Yeah. I hate the guy. Yeah. I'm not a fan of him. I have a poster <laughs> on my wall. Don't like him. And JT said he's not taking first chance to get, so. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things that you have to accept it and take it in stride yeah. and just know that no matter what you do, what you try, you can't change it. And honestly, that's okay. That's okay. Like, we as fans we shouldn't have a like i know this sounds fucked we shouldn't have a say in what happens in star wars we shouldn't there's too many voices there's way too many voices to have a say way what too happens many because like, yeah sure there's probably a majority that all think similarly but even then you know like we should not be in- influencing this series apart from like support you know like of course yes. we're gonna support it and push it forward but we shouldn't like jump onto the wagon ourselves, you know, because we're just weighing it down at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then like supporting it, it up and pushing it forward, we're dragging it down. So yeah, and at a, at a certain point, you just need to sit back and be a fan of it. Let them know what you think about it, you know. Make videos, tweet, do whatever you want to do, but just don't be weird about it. Don't let it occupy your mind and take you away from the real world like it's gonna really do something yeah 
at the end of the day, we're just fans. And that's okay. We don't all need to be critics. You know? Everything's gonna be fine. We're all chillin'. I think people should just relax a little bit. And not enjoy what's on the screen. I'm not telling you to enjoy it. But enjoy what you enjoy. Divulge in what you love. If there's something that you don't like, don't watch it. Don't worry about it. I have never watched the show Resistance. Because it's just not for me. I don't care. Season 2 of Visions, I stopped watching it because it was terrible. <laughs> I'm not out here shitting on it. I just don't care about it. Um, yeah. I don't watch the sequels a whole lot, but I enjoy the sequels. I think they're, I think there's decent stuff about them. I think they're good movies. It's just the story got discombobulated by a selfish writer who inherently ruined the sequels, but it happened. So you just have to get over it. And I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. But I'm not going to hang my hat on it because I don't have control nor focus to do so. You know, it's, yeah, it is what it is at the end of the day. And I know that sounds shitty, but you just can't worry. I guess is what I'm trying to say. You can't worry about these things. Yeah. Honestly, man, like, here's another thing. I was like, what were people expecting with the sequels? You know, like... You made Anakin, he was badass, strong as hell. You made Luke, he was even more badass, strong as hell. Mm -hmm. Were they just expecting Rey to be like this weak, wimpy girl that just can't do nothing, bro? <laughs> you have to make her better. Like, you can't just make like a worse Jedi mm -hmm. to lead off the new franchise, you know what I'm saying? Like, she can't be like whack, <laughs> she has to be strong. Yeah. She has to be stronger than the two badasses before her. Otherwise, how is she going to take on the threat that even the badasses before her couldn't take down, you know? Like... Yep. And I feel like the way that they salvaged Rey, like, you have to commend it. They salvaged her very well um, by making her a Palpatine. I think the story did get mudded up in Episode Eight. I feel like if the same guy made Eight... The guy who made seven and nine, if he made eight, I feel like you get a nice linear story. But for some reason, they opted for someone different to do eight. Um, but I see what you mean. Like, Ray has to be powerful. And yeah, she can't be, she can't be weak. In universe, it makes sense why Ray is powerful because yeah. there's such strong dark side force going on with Kylo, with Palpatine, with Snoke, with the First Order controlling things. Mm -hmm. And on the light side, literally all you have is Leia who's just floundering as a general. Luke cut off from the Force. Therefore... Ray has to get her powers accelerated by the force because the force has to balance out light and dark. The force yeah. has to be in balance. So there's a reason why Ray's powers 
they didn't come from nowhere. Like, they showed up just as if Fred never swung a baseball bat before and he swings a bat and he hits a ball and he hits a single. Like, it's not like we're calling Fred the best baseball player of all time. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it took Ray three movies to be fully atoned to the Force after reading the Sacred Jedi texts, after learning with Luke and Leia. It took her a lot of time, but people just don't conceptualize that. And they don't realize that the Force was inherently injecting her with performance-enhancing drugs to get her atonement and get her skills to the level that they had to be because everything happens by the will of the Force. And the Force has destinies for every living creature. Everything happens for a reason in Star Wars, just like it does in real life. So it took... Yeah. It took all that negative dark side force to happen to push Ray from this scavenger girl who said that something inside of her was always there, but she could only now just understand it. It took the force putting its will into effect to put Ray as the most powerful Jedi. And that's okay. Ray can be the most powerful Jedi. It doesn't like it doesn't take away that Anakin is probably the most powerful force user, right? Yeah. It doesn't take away that Anakin's the chosen one. Just because just because Anakin is the chosen one of the chosen one prophecy doesn't mean that Rey also can't be a candidate for the prophecy. You know what I mean? Just like Luke was a candidate for the prophecy. No one's up in arms that Luke was being called the chosen one. But yeah. as soon as someone says, oh, Ray could be the chosen one, like she brought balance to the force, quite literally, then mm -hmm. it's an issue. But no, I, I, I like how you said it. Like, Ray can't be just some wimpy girl. Like, she has to have a good amount of power. And she did yeah. for all the right reasons. All the right reasons. And not even just genetics, but just in-universe. Mm -hmm. she, she's what was needed, you know? Because if Rey isn't on Jakku, then the Millennium Falcon doesn't come off of Jakku. They don't meet up with Han Solo. Ben Solo doesn't turn to the light. Mm-hmm. It's that easy. Ray is quite literally the reason why Ben turned to the light. Um, not literally. Is it literally? She's one of the reasons. She's one of the reasons. But She's a big reason. Yeah. She's definitely a big reason. So. Ultimately, I think it was the death of Leia that yeah. was like, oh, shit, what am I even doing this for? Mm-hmm. But that's an episode in and of itself, you know. Yeah. You you're a, I mean, you're a Kylo guy, right? Yeah, I like Kylo Ren. I thought he was a great character. Mm -hmm. Um 
I think it made sense that he seemed like he was kind of entitled as well because he was right. You know, he was the son of Senator Organa. You mm-hmm. know, like he has to be this entitled little kid. You know, he was the son of a, a pilot war hero. You know, grandson of Anakin Skywalker. Grandson of Anakin Skywalker. He has to be like this entitled like guy that you know is has a lot of pressure on his shoulders. He's the grandson of Anakin. His uncle is Luke Skywalker, the man that killed uh, Emperor Palpatine. At least that's what people like Thought. hear, right? Obviously, yeah. He's, yeah, obviously he's Vader that did it. But like in in this universe, obviously, like Leia's gonna paint out Luke to be the guy that that did it, you know, to make it look. Like, you're not gonna say. Yeah, yeah everyone thought this, uh, everyone thought that Luke destroyed Vader and Luke Palpatine. Did. Yeah. He burned the body and everything, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so... It, he had a lot of expectations on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And the dark side of the Force has, like, a, a good way of just, like, giving you what it is that you want. And what he wanted was the power to make people proud. Yeah. And the dark side it, it tempted him. It was like, yeah, we can give you that power, you know? And uh, Luke saw that, and he got scared. And the funny thing is, right, like, Kylo is how people described Anakin. He's whiny, he's angsty, Mm -hmm. he's cringe at moments. Like, that's literally Mm -hmm. how people described Anakin. Um, Yeah, Kylo followed just as much as Anakin did. Yeah. If not more. The only issue I have with Kylo is that... I feel like at a certain... And this isn't an issue with, like, the character or anything. This is just an in-universe thing. The only issue I have with him is that I feel like... He didn't know exactly what he wanted. And that makes him so... That makes him so relatable as a character that... They kind of had you rooting for the bad guy. Oh yeah, for sure. There are many times where I saw Kylo and I was like, "Damn, bro, Kylo'd be an awesome Jedi," you know. Yeah, and that's why I think that he's the main character of the sequels, and I think Rey is the engine for sure. You know, yeah. she's there, but this—it's the story of Ben Solo. It's the story of the grandson of Anakin. We're here mm-hmm. to find out, like. But it's just the reverse arc with with Anakin. You saw him fall to the dark. And then as Vader, you saw him come back to the light. With Kylo, he's already he's already dark, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it really mirrors the original trilogy as Anakin's already dark. And you just see yeah. him slowly but surely each movie return to the light just a little bit and then you get that tidbit in episode eight where he's like you know like let's just do this us let's just do it on a whim like me and you screw the jedi screw the sith screw the first order screw the resistance all of it like just me and you ray please like we can do this but of course ray has the foresight to see just you know this isn't what the force wants this isn't the will of the force and we're supposed to hate Ray for that. 
I don't know, man. Like, it's just weird. I remember when the sequels came out in theaters, I was such a huge fan of them. Um, I really was. Each movie as it came out, I thought each movie was great, but only for the, only for different reasons. Only for different reasons. I felt like there were times in each that I was like, damn, this could actually go somewhere. Ultimately, it didn't lead to anything, but it just had you, it had you gripping your seat. It had you really excited. And with Kylo, all I wanted to see was his character redeemed to the light, and I'm really glad that we got it. Really I actually had a little bit of time about your, uh, your theory, by the way, about Kylo being the main character. Mm-hmm. If you look at all of the, uh, the names of the, the movies, it kind of makes sense, you know? Like, The Force Awakens, right? When did Kylo become his strongest Force-sensitive self? When he started communicating with Rey. Mm-hmm. The Force awoken in him, right? The Last Jedi is all about Kylo trying to hunt down who? Luke Skywalker, who he thinks is the Last Jedi. Yep. And who technically is the Last Jedi up until Rey becomes the new Last Jedi. And then the Rise of Skywalker, Kylo Ren becomes Ben Skywalker. Yep. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, when he gets uh, tossed into the uh, little abyss, and then he quite literally rises up <laughs> and helps destroy Palpatine. Yeah. He, he is a Skywalker, and, you know, he uh, he arose to his true potential. So mm-hmm. that is the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, so. I, I just feel like Kylo just never... He never really got a chance, you know? Maybe he didn't live the life that he wanted to. Maybe he didn't get um, the attention he needed or just... I, th- I I purely just think that he was probably really wanting to be a Jedi. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think his parents just didn't want it to happen. And mm-hmm. Han definitely didn't want it to happen. He didn't. Yeah. And I think that's why he hated Han. I think Being a Jedi definitely put a strain on their relationship with Luke. So I can see how like Leia definitely. and Han not wanting Kylo to or Ben to be a a Jedi, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also realized that you know with what Luke did helped them win the war, you know, and her become Senator Organa and the light side prospering over dark, you know. So yeah. He's like, well, I don't want this for my son, but it's probably best for him, you know? Yeah, and I think that's where the strain in their relationship came. Like, I bet Han mm-hmm. just really wasn't on board, but just said, well, if your mother says yes, if you really want to do it, yeah. I don't support it, but... Uh, and he probably... At least you're not Yeah. Probably dropped him yeah. off. And didn't really look back. And as a uh, kid, like, that's got to weigh on you, man. Yeah. That's really got to weigh on you. Because, I, speaking personally, my dad wasn't really thrilled about what I wanted to do in college or in high school or anything. And uh, that sucked because I always felt like I was clamoring and reaching for 
some sort of appeal or not appeal but like uh approval of his and yeah maybe maybe kylo just never had that chance maybe he just never had that chance to say like dad like this is what i want to do why don't you trust me um but yeah it's just sad it's really sad because he he really is in my opinion the mvp of the sequels and i'd love to see his story told a bit more that's he's the reason why i'm writing my book just so i could tell a little bit of his story give more context and try and do justice to george lucas dave filoni and kylo ren because i thoroughly enjoy these boys but anything else that you want to touch on um, no, I think uh, as far as that goes, we pretty much got got everything out there, you know. Like, um, definitely, definitely think that people need to just kind of rein it in a little bit, you know. Just if you if you're not enjoying it, then just take a step back, you know. Find something that you're enjoying instead. Stop just raining hate on something that other people enjoy, or even if they don't enjoy, you know, they they just don't want you to see them see they don't want to see you you know like just hating on things that you don't need to hate on because it's not going to change it yeah and whatever you do don't send hate to the actors like they're human beings yeah they're just doing their job yeah i think the actors did a really good job in the even in the like the the last three movies the actors did really good jobs man like as much as i hate the character the actress for rose tico was not a bad rose tico so no exactly and i guess the the thing to leave off is just remember to be a fan remember what it's like to be a kid i feel like people just forget that remember what it's like to be a kid you know mm-hmm. that definitely has a part to do with it too the fact that like when you're a kid you're more open to like or less open to criticism and more open to like idealism yeah you know? so like, you'll definitely see, like, Anakin and be like, oh, that's so cool. And then you're looking at Rin, and you're like, yeah, but what about this? What about that? It's like, yeah, but you're not looking at it through the creative eyes of a child. Yeah. So your vision of it is warped. Just try being a fan a little bit more. That's that's all I will say. Yeah. But for Fred and myself, that was episode eight of the Archives podcast. Appreciate you all. And don't forget to drop a like on the podcast. Give it a five-star review and share it with your homies everywhere you go. Um, As far as the podcast goes, we'll be back on the normal time slot of Wednesday at 5 p.m. next week. And we appreciate you guys for your patience. Make sure to send us in. All your questions, comments, concerns at Star Wars TAP on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to tap in with peace, love, and serenity. May the Force be with you.